Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Hello, everybody. It's Frank Gruber. It's the Startup of the Year podcast. Welcome back. Today, we're talking to a special guest, Erica Dignan. She's an investor and has been investing in startups for several years, and uh, super excited to be talking to her. So before we do, though, I want to share some of the things we've been up to here at Startup of the Year. Uh, we're looking forward to South by Southwest. It's uh, coming up here in March. Uh, this will be my 10th, well, actually, it's my 12th year of, of attending, our 10th year of hosting a, a, a pitch event there. So we've got the established house of Startups and Innovation. And what that means is we're going to have an outpost all day on March 14th at the venue, uh, which is at uh, 516 East 6th Street in Austin, Texas. And so we'll have startups and innovators and thought leaders all coming through. Uh, we'll have a number of different events throughout the day, a lot of private events, and then our big event at the end of the day, which will be our startup night, which we've been doing now for several years. And uh, it's all powered by established and uh, with the help of, of you know, obviously start the year and and uh, established ventures. And what will be happening is we're going to have, you know, a couple dozen companies pitching throughout the day. And then at the evening, uh, we're going to have a pitch competition, the finals part of it, where we'll actually listen to the pitches, probably the top five or so, and then invest in uh, or potentially invest in one of the companies. This year, since our 10th year, we decided established ventures is going to look at one of the companies and potentially invest um, up to $10,000 in one of the companies. So, Super exciting. There'll also be some additional prizes, uh, exposure. Uh, you can come and, and sip some cocktails, have some some good eats, and and uh, look at some great companies and talk about entrepreneurship and in, in, uh, in Texas. So pretty excited about this. Uh, we've been going doing it for a long time. It started a long time ago as our um, our first event, which was Johnny. Well, I can't say it here. It was Blackout Sunday. It used to be called Johnny Cash Blackout Sunday, but we 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 dropped the Johnny Cash part for. Uh, you know, legal reasons, but it was Blackout Sunday and we had, um, you know, 30 companies come and showcase and it was a great event. That was, that was 10 years ago. And that was when we were still doing tech cocktail. And here we are 10 years later with the established house of startups and innovation and continuing to do our startup of the year program where we'll fast track one of these companies, one of the the top companies um, to our finals, which will be our summit in the fall. So lots of good stuff happening. Excited to be going down to Austin um, there should be a lot of it should be a lot of fun, and it's always a great opportunity to connect and reconnect with, uh, connect new, with new people and reconnect with with others you haven't seen, and and uh, saves you a plane plane flight because you just go down to there and you don't have to chase them all around the country. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, before you know we get started here, I wanted to make sure we thank our partners. We've got uh, American Airlines. Um, we fly down to Austin on American Airlines. So let's hear what American Airlines is doing with their business extra program. With American Airlines, you can give your company's travel budget a lift. American Airlines Business Extra is a rewards program for companies that can help get the most out of your travel budget. It's free to join with no minimum flight or spend commitments. The more you fly with American Airlines and their partners, the more Business Extra points you earn. Points can be redeemed for round-trip flights, cabin upgrades, Advantage Gold status, Admiral Club memberships or passes, and your employees can continue to earn Advantage miles and your company earns business extra points at the same time. It's a win-win. Doesn't your business deserve something extra? Thank you, American Airlines. Thank you for the business extra program. It's a great program for business travelers, and we use it when we fly. 
we're going to kick it over to our, our interview. I sat down with Erica, talked about startups and investing and everything she's up to. This is a, an interview from our last time we got together and uh, super, super excited to be talking to her, the founder of 1000 Angels and Rain Ventures and a longtime judge of the Startup of the Year competition. She's been our finals judge, I think, for, I want to say, six years now in a row. And uh, obviously, very interested in what we're doing and obviously excited to see her every time we can. So, Erica, what have you been up to? So I've been um, working in the startup ecosystem um, as an investor and an entrepreneur for over 13 years now. Um, so I'm based in New York, uh, so it's been wonderful to see the development of the New York City startup ecosystem right. from a financial and operating perspective. Um, four years ago, I started a company called A Thousand Angels, which I still run to this day, and that is a network of high net worth individuals, family offices, and seed funds uh, that we source direct investment opportunities for. Right. So through that vehicle, I'm primarily investing in companies at the seed and Series A stage. I'm also a co-founder and partner in a fund called Rain Ventures, which invests in similar asset types. Uh, there, I have a wonderful partner based in Miami named Monique Eidlett, Um and we love to invest in companies um, that are in the technology space, but with more of a focus on fintech, mm -hmm. entertainment techs. We've done some fashion tech investments, some peer-to-peer -peer lending, some other sort of like basically those two categories. So let's talk about 1,000 Angels, and then we'll talk about Rain. Sure. Um, so first off, 1,000, what's the... Um, so first, how do you how does that process work? So like, if I'm a startup, I I come to you and I say I've, I'm looking for a thousand angels. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, right? And, I'm so and, and how do, what do you do? What happens? Right, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, you know, we've known each other for a long time, yeah. and you know, as you know, a big part of my job mm -hmm. is um, cultivating relationships with founders right. so that we can be there at the right time when yep. they're ra ready to raise capital. Mm -hmm. So you know, usually I'm starting a conversation with a founder and I'm building a relationship with that founder far before we're actually getting to the point where right. they're going to be able to raise investment through a thousand angels. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, a big part of my job is having those conversations, giving them feedback, mm -hmm. monitoring traction and helping the companies sort of understand a good capital strategy for the future. Right. Um, you know, we've seen obviously with the disaster in the public markets, how sort of poorly executed financing strategy can actually completely tank a business. Um, and it can happen at the early stages as well as at the late stages. Do you have anyone in mind specifically or <laughs> is that just a hypothetical? We could just, I don't know, <laughs> name all of these, uh, yeah. SoftBank's <laughs> entire portfolio okay, basically. There you right? go. <laughs> so okay. Anyways, um, you know, yeah. point is, uh, I, I really spend a lot of time, um, you know, mentoring, mm -hmm. advising, and getting to know people, mm -hmm. and then we invest in them. But of course, you know, if you're a founder who doesn't already know me, a first step is to submit an application through our website. It's a right. completely open application process for both 1000 Angels and Rain Ventures. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll find some time to start building uh, a friendship. That makes sense. And do you have any, like, geographic area that you look, or is it anywhere around the world, <coughs> or what's kind of, what are you looking, where are you looking? Yeah, so um, I pretty much stick to the U.S., mm -hmm. although there have been some discussions about um, expansion to certain other global markets. Um, so like it's the Caymans or something like that? Or, no, well, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Dubai has some interesting <laughs> okay. stuff going on, so, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's something that could happen, because right. they do, you know, have some needs. Um, right. But uh, it's primarily been uh, U.S., basically, ex-Silicon Valley. Um, mm. I think I have maybe 
two max three portfolio companies that mm. operate in the Bay Area, um, but we certainly don't go there searching for deals just because right. there's you know, uh, like around New York, there, there's there's a ton of capital out there, yeah. and uh, the biggest needs for investment and where we find value and proper deal structuring is you know sort of East Coast, mm -hmm. uh, Midwest, even uh, L.A., even basically yeah. everywhere that's not not the bubble, <laughs> right, not right, the bubble right. of Silicon Valley. Got so. It. That makes sense. And then from, from Rain's perspective, that's a couple years old now. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, my partner, Monique, and I have actually been investing together for six years. Okay. So our portfolio yeah. um, consists of, you know, I think we have 10 companies in that portfolio mm -hmm. that we have co-invested in together right. over time. Mm -hmm. um, and we're sort of building up that fund mm -hmm. and um, about to, you know, sort of hit the market to add additional capital to that fund right. so that's, that's a big exciting. priority for us and yep. you know we think it's really important because um you know it's so meaningful for uh more women founders to actually be able to lead deals yep. um you know more, more female investors so right. you know having the ability to do that really um, creates tremendous impact um, in how we can help more founders be successful right that's definitely true um and so right, as you look i mean do you focus on women-led companies, or do you think that you attract it because you're women investors? <coughs> so, um, yeah. Mm, or e neither. <laughs> it's, it's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think we definitely attract it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we don't really have a focus. So our commitment mm -hmm. with Rain is that the portfolio is at least 50% um, female and minority-led. Right. That's um, awesome. But you know, for us, I think that's just something that comes out of the portfolio very naturally. Like we don't have to go out of our way right. to to create that effect. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something that we've certainly assured our investors. Right. Um, and we do see you know loads and loads of female-founded companies. I think because female founders do like the idea of you know having some female investors involved right. in their company. Makes sense. Um, so you're out. You're going to raise a bigger round it sounds yes. like for that yeah. for rain good luck with that i'm sure Thank it's gonna you. go great um and <laughs> if anybody wants to invest <laughs> hit me up. there you go <laughs> um and then so you kind of just have like an open kind of formula other than you know you're you're kind of attract deals right yeah what other types of things are you doing out there to to find the interesting companies things like that well you know i mean it's a people business right, right? i mean obviously participating in you know the most important uh startup pitch competition in the world startup of the year 2019 <laughs> obviously hashtag <laughs> well, let's, let's rewind for a second you've been a you're a finals judge yes. you've been a finals judge for our startup program for five years yeah i think so wow so we've, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, and we've been having fun for a while. Right. So you've seen a lot of companies come through. Yeah. Um, a lot of female-led companies, a lot of minority-led companies. Yeah. And we have a similar focus as far as like what, what yeah. we're looking for with the program. Um, just loved some of your takeaways as far as some of the people you talk to and meet through the program. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think it's such a great program because the caliber of startups is really high. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that obviously the the companies that I'm going to see in the finals today are probably right. going to just blow me away. So it that's was, great. Yeah, and this is going to they'll probably have their rounds filled already <laughs> by well, the time I follow up with them next week. And this week. is going to date this podcast because we this isn't live, obviously. Right. Um, but doing the we just got down done deliberating for the you know the last couple hours, and that's why I was a little bit late for this. 
and I apologize for that, but basically it, it was so hard. Like there's so, like the t getting to 15 was difficult and then getting to five was like, yeah, throw it's, it, just throw a number out there. It was one of yeah, those, you know, like know. randomize. Are, yeah. These things no. are hard. So yeah. yeah, I actually, so I have um, obviously this today mm -hmm. and then tomorrow I head to Miami. Um, oh, nice. I'm on the advisory board of Village Capitals, um, you know, sort of FinTech yeah. uh, accelerator, you yep. know, group where they had to also go through, you know, we went yep. through, thousands of applications for that to get down to, I think it's like 15 companies. So, yep. you know, same really challenging thing. Yep. Um, I'm going to be in Buffalo week after next at yep. 43 North, um, yep. where they award $5 million yep. in uh, prizes uh, with the catch that you have to move to Buffalo. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so Home the Buffalo Bills, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of, I think, really great uh, people and organizations that are committed to cultivating and recognizing um, amazing startup talent. Great. So you're, you're, it sounds like you're, you're on the road. Yeah. <laughs> this this time of year, time. especially. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So just um, one more thought, like as you see companies, what's like the biggest thing you see that startups are doing? They're like, oh man, I wish I could just help these companies with this specific thing that they're just, they're not doing right. Like what's right. the kind of most common thing? Well, my main thing that I help people with is um, obviously advising them on their pitch, yep. right? So, uh, you know, the most common error that you see is people very much focused on describing what their product is mm -hmm. or who needs it rather right. than um, telling me about a business model. Like right. as an investor, really, that's the yep. number one thing that I care about is right. uh, a business model, or at least I do. Um, so <laughs> I don't know about some other people, but uh, I'm certainly very interested in, you know, why, how are you creating economic value in the system and mm -hmm. what's your ability to capture it, right? right? So we see a lot of startups not understanding that. Mm -hmm. um, the next thing is, you know, really sort of understanding your capital strategy. Um, mm -hmm. Most people don't have any concept of you know what their valuation should be how right. much they should raise and when right. what sort of metrics they need to hit in order to raise certain amounts mm -hmm. um, so I spent a lot of time advising founders on that and it's completely understandable because it's not yep. common knowledge type right. stuff um, that is important the metric side especially like there's certain things they need to get like certain kinds of companies need to get to right yeah Right. Be able to even like be out if you want to raise a seed, you know, a Series A, you basically need at least a hundred thousand dollars in monthly revenue, right. typical. And right. so, you know, for people not to understand, right. oh, you know, it doesn't just happen by miracle. Right. right? What are some you other ones like that? So that's a that's a good one. That's a really yeah. good example. What are some other ones like that that you see? Um, what are, are some other ones? No, it means that you share like metrics wise. I think metrics are really oh, important okay. and overlooked, yeah. like in some ways, right? Yeah. Or, or yeah. under downplayed in some yeah. ways. Yeah. No, I absolutely do agree. I mean, I think that. Um, one of the things that people don't understand very well is kind of like the danger of setting a valuation that's too high. Mm. Um, you know, if you set um, an $8 million pre-money valuation, mm. you know, for your seed round, yep. you know, if you don't do your next, you know, your next round at at least like 16 million, you know, your investors aren't that going to be that excited. Right. So you really kind of have to think about it, um, you know, sort of as a progression. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, almost as a f all fully laid out plan. Exactly. Right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, getting there can be incredibly difficult. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think right now the biggest problem that we have in our society um, from the perspective of the venture capital ecosystem is, you know, companies spending a lot of time celebrating fundraising right. and super high valuations mm -hmm. and, you know, not celebrating like earning money. 
you know so <laughs> i think that yeah. we really need to shift away like it's almost embarrassing like mm -hmm. you know back in the day um you wouldn't accompany every introduction to a startup with oh raised x dollars at right. this valuation as yeah. though like raising money is somehow the accomplishment, a yeah. big accomplishment right. and, you know anybody can spend money <laughs> yeah. and not create value mm -hmm. you know really um we need to start focusing on actual value creation mm -hmm. And, you know, it's very worrisome for our economy because, mm -hmm. you know, people are starting to get fired. Um, mm -hmm. These things are, you know, spiraling out of control. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people are losing jobs, right. you know, and yeah. we've had um, and we've had a heavy venture subsidy. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, even when I'm taking an Uber, I think, oh, God, like, does this Uber really only cost $30 or is there you know, mm -hmm. some, I is this just a, a venture subsidized ride or that lift, isn't right, gonna, either. yeah, right. or Lyft, yeah. right? Is this a ride that mm -hmm. isn't gonna, you know, be around next year for me? And, mm -hmm. you know, are we, um, are prices not really fully imputed because mm -hmm. of these investment subsidies that are allowing really large companies to continue, you know, burning billions of dollars? Mm -hmm. um, I think the, you know, WeWork example is like classic. Uh, you know, now that the grown-ups have taken over, it's like no more beer, you know, slashing staff, um, you know, all the, the sort of fun, cool things are about to go away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people didn't realize that they weren't really paying for what they were getting. So, Right. Do you think that opens up uh, room for opportunity for other companies, though, or startups that are, like, going to come in there and maybe do it differently? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always opportunity and, you know, mm -hmm. the whole sort of thesis behind um, a lot of these vision fund backed startups was mm -hmm. just throw a lot of money at the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen that that's a very dangerous and, you know, irresponsible and, and lazy strategy, really, that is mm -hmm. not long term sustainable unless you can somehow trick the public markets into buying your your crappy IPO, which they weren't able to do. Right. So um, I think that there is going to be an opportunity, you know, but people will really need to be able to show positive cash flow, show mm -hmm. profitability, mm -hmm. you know, build real businesses. And, you know, that's what we should be doing. All right. Um, parting thought, like what are you know, you're talking about real businesses? What are some of the real businesses you're excited about? Oh God! You mean like in my portfolio? Yeah, just any anybody at the top of okay. mind. Like, I mean, you've, you've seen probably well, a lot of companies. Well, um, we have a company that we're in the middle of putting together an investment for that I really love. Mm -hmm. um, that I'm happy to shout out and tell people about because mm -hmm. I think it's such a great product. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, um, you know, as an investor, you get pitched with so many things, and you have to look at so many different different opportunities, and right. you know, some of them are, you know exciting but mm -hmm. every once in a while you know you find something and you're like oh my god yeah. that feels like magic right mm -hmm. and when that happens like you know you're mm -hmm. like this I'm is gonna in. be a good one <laughs> yeah so um we've been working with a company called OpenReel that mm -hmm. does um, b2b uh, video software okay so um i actually learned about the company because i was using it as a customer and it's amazing in mm -hmm. fact you guys should maybe use it for your videos but yep. um it allows you to take video with a star smartphone, mm -hmm. but somehow the video comes out looking like it was like very professionally produced. Like really? I do not know how they do it. So it's, it's called Crazy Unreal. Town. Open Real. Open Real. Open Real. Yeah. Okay. It's you know, and I asked Senator, I'm like, how do you guys do it? And he's like, can't tell you. The secret sauce. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> but cool. It, it's one of those that I think has tremendous potential, mm -hmm. and 
know, if you if you build technology that yeah. does something valuable, um, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have a great business and you're going to make a lot of money, especially if you're selling that technology to businesses that right. need it. Yeah. So um, cool. that one I really love. Um, we've actually done a couple cannabis investments. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that market, I think, is just, you know, rising tide is really going to lift the boats because right. it's the, the, the market as a whole is just growing at a hyper pace. So yeah. um, we see a lot of opportunity there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're also, um, as you know, I, I do a lot of fintech investing. Yep. So, you know, financial inclusion products, things mm -hmm. that are helping to manage um, the student debt problem. You know, those mm -hmm. are some areas that we're really interested in. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm just looking for like really amazing people, quality people, you know, people I can trust, people that yep. I'm going to have a long-term relationship with that I know whether they fail or succeed, they're going to do right by their investors yep. um, and that have great businesses. So there if you, you go. meet those criteria, I'd love to talk to you. And they can find you at 1000angels.com or uh, Erica at 1000angels.com. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining us. Obviously, love catching up with you and hearing about what you're what you're doing and everything you're doing to invest in women-led and minority-led companies and and finding companies that are doing really cool things. So thanks for joining us and thank you for continuing to support the startup of the year and our program by by showing up. I mean, you literally are showing up everywhere we go. So thank you so much, Erica. Finally, before we we end the program here, I wanted to thank uh, Silicon Valley Bank. They've been a, a podcast supporter from the beginning here. Thank you, Silicon Valley Bank. And let's hear from a fellow member of our established team, Rich Malloy, on what Silicon Valley Bank brings to the table. Absolutely. So today's episode of the Startup of the Year podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley Bank. And, you know, the, the team at Established, we've been building startup communities for 13 years. And Silicon Valley Bank consistently shows up, adds value, supports startups, and supports their clients. They're more than just bankers. You know, they're mentors, they're advisors, they're super connectors. And we love having the SVB team at our events because they bring a depth of knowledge about startup markets that just doesn't exist from most service providers. And they always treat their founders with respect. And so if you're not banking with Silicon Valley, if you're using, say, a, a traditional retail bank like the one on the corner, there's nothing wrong with those banks. But if you're using that, a traditional retail bank, and you plan to raise venture capital, you need to bank with SVB. Your retail banker might not even know what the heck venture capital is, but SVB team does this day in and day out. This is their specialty. They've worked, they've been through the fundraising process with thousands of startups, and they have additional resources to see you through the process and help you succeed. We love SVB, and we're grateful that they're, that they're supporting the, uh, the Startup of the Year podcast. And so visit svb.com slash next. To learn more, that's svb.com slash next. So Silicon Valley Bank, Ideas Bank here. Thank you, Rich, and thank you, Silicon Valley Bank. We're at the end of our episode, sadly, but hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode and hope to see you down in Austin. Should be a lot of fun. Thanks so much. This is Frank Gruber signing off. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.